it's Tuesday, it's 7 p.m. in California, which means it's 10 p.m. in Brooklyn. This is Maya, a.k.a. DJ Ditch Bitch, and you're listening to UCLA Radio. Welcome to Crushing. This podcast slash show explores crushes as a lens for self-discovery. Crushes are mirrors. They tell us more about who we want to be before we feel like we've realized it ourselves. On this podcast slash show, I will have guests on to talk about what their crushes have taught them about who they are. Brie, welcome to the first ever episode of the Crushing Podcast on UCLA Radio. Um, so Brianna was my mentor slash boss when I interned with See uh, Together Magazine um, this fall slash winter. Um, and she's super cool. She's a surfer. She's in grad school, defending her thesis. Yeah, so Brianna, do you wanna just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Thanks so much, Maya, for having me on your first episode. I'm really stoked. And um, yeah, a little bit about myself. Um, I am an artist. I'm finishing up my last term of my MFA in art and social practice at Portland State University. And I'm also the founder of Seed Together, which is a women's surf movement and platform that includes a various, uh, yeah, a variety of projects, including the magazine, the print magazine. When, Brie, when did you start surfing? Um, yeah, I started surfing, actually, my stepdad taught me in Southern California, but okay. I didn't really get into it until I moved to Hawaii a second round in high school. And that's kind of when in I- high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, like, when you were surfing in high school, like, what were, like, the dynamics in the water then? Like, how was that? Uh, Hawaii, I well, yeah, it, when I first, when I was surfing in California, I just remembered there were, like, no other girls in the water. Uh-huh. Like, I would never see any girls. And then moved to Hawaii, would see a girl or two once in a while in high school in Hawaii. Um, but other than that, I was most of the time, like, the only girl or one of the few in the water yeah so so that was like uh 14 years ago or so um okay like I kind of feel like when I'm surfing and there are only a few women like it's weird because like I'm super stoked there are other women but then I have this like competitiveness like come like into me and I'm like oh my god like I have to be better than her like she's hotter than me like (laughs) they like her better than me like it's this weird like I feel like women being pitted against women like like this dynamic that happens and it's like we shouldn't be blaming other women for that like have you ever picked up on that like when you've been surfing before yeah I've picked up on that and I think it's weird maybe it's just because like um I pick that up in other people and then sometimes even in myself not in that I'm like trying to compete with them or whatever because I'm not even I'm not even trying to date anyone like I'm I'm not your competition like I'm just not your competition so don't be threatened by me um but like uh yeah it feels like sometimes like when you're used to being the only girl in the water at a spot or something and then I don't know and then it's just different you know because you're like oh I'm not feeling girl anymore because like um yeah. surfs here but it's fine like I usually try to always welcome girls you know whenever mm-hmm. I see a girl where I live currently I'm like oh hey like if I'll ju- even just like smile and wave or like I do my best to do that just so that 
I can encourage other people, you know? Um, yeah, but definitely sure. I've had personal problems before. <laughs> Actually, someone, I don't want to go into depth about it, but <laughs> there's someone in the last few years that was that ended up blocking me on Instagram. I've never been blocked before, but they blocked me because they felt threatened by me as like another woman, you know, around who surfs. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like for me, I guess for like a long time surfing in Montauk, like I felt like the only girl. And then I guess like more recently, more girls started surfing and I was like, oh, like this is uncomfortable just because like I wasn't used to it. And then I had to kind of like reprogram myself and remember like, wait, like, no, like it's really cool that other chicks are like starting to surf. Like, um, I shouldn't feel competitive with them. Like that's just like ingrained misogyny, like telling me that I should compete with other women, you know? Mm -hmm. And like now surfing in Malibu, there are a ton of women and it's like super typical for me to see other women out there, which is mm -hmm. so, it's so nice, like not to be the other one, the only one and to like know that there's that community. Totally, totally. Yeah, I think, yeah, before I started Sea Together, I had no female surf friends at all, like none. And then once I started Sea Together, that's when I like met all these people. And so I definitely feel like I, I've learned so much from having women surf friends yeah yeah for sure okay so California Hawaii and then what happened after that <laughs> yeah so after that I finished college in Portland and so I've been uh, around the area ever since just surfing up here in the Pacific Northwest and uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty rough here. The waves mostly are pretty intense or too big. They'll be like 25 mm -hmm. feet or whatever. Um, and I definitely have experienced the most, I guess, arguably the most misogyny between Southern California and here in the water. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard this story one time, this woman said that she paddled out at a break in Washington state. And the guy said, I hate women go paddle in, like leave, get out of the water oh my god yeah yeah that's that's so fucked I like I can't imagine somebody like being that blatantly sexist like in the lineup which is crazy like I I would probably I don't know I would like cry or something if somebody told me that because I like when I'm surfing like I feel like I'm just like super just like trying to be like super cognizant of other people and like really trying my best to be respectful and like be mindful of edit of the etiquette and if somebody was just like no like get out of the water like I I would feel so overwhelmed like especially like I feel like when like I'm 19 and like I go surfing alone and like it just like feels like I'm really vulnerable doing that and like it would really scare me like if that ever happened yeah it's really scary um feeling so college in Portland right that's what you were saying yeah yeah and Okay, and I know, like, you mentioned, like, one of those songs that you, like, shared with me was about getting through, like, undergrad. Decepticon by Le Tigre, right? It's that one? Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, so let's listen to that.
tell us a little bit about that song. Um, yeah, so that album is amazing. I just recommend the whole album. <laughs> it has a very like repetitive beat throughout the whole album. And so it really helped me actually finish this one paper that I wrote in undergrad, which is about uh, the intersection of like racism and sexism and surfing. And it was cool. like, I think it was like a 15 page paper from my art theory class, which was one of my last classes. So it just yeah. helped me really focus because I have a hard time focusing, especially writing like academic papers. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I like I recently have been into um, a lot of songs that had like, a, I guess, like the bass like drives the song because mm -hmm. I feel like recently I've just like been moving like at a super fast pace and like I want to get a lot of things done and so I feel like that's like a super productive like sound as opposed to I don't know like sometimes I'm just like listening to like Neil Young and like it's super sway and chill but like maybe not like good music to sit on the beach and listen to maybe not the best music to like write to or be productive to totally um, totally yeah for sure Okay, so I guess like now we can start to dig into things a little bit more, although we like did talk a little bit about like themes of like misogyny and stuff like that um, in the intro, but this podcast is supposed to be exploring crushes to Cassie Amedor, who is a pro surfer, and I remember having like a poster for surfing on my wall, um, and so I don't know, I think she was kind of a forerunner for like kind of stepping outside of the box of what like the image of a surfer girl could look like because you know she had her hair really short at the time and she her hair still is short um yeah and it was a little more like punk I guess for like being a Roxy surfer girl or whatever yeah um, totally. so I really looked up to that uh yeah yeah, like to me, I when I think of like young Cassia, like I feel like she's just such this act of defiance, like in the Roxy brand, because like, you know, adjacent to her, you have all those like women who kind of fit the trope of like white heteronormative beauty, like blonde hair, perfectly tanned skin. And then you see Cassia and she just like looks so rock and roll, like she looks so just different. And I feel like from the outset, she's just herself you know and like yeah. I think that's super admirable like I although like I wasn't alive I get yeah I wasn't alive like really when she was involved in Roxy like do you remember like I don't know like a moment where you really just like picked up on like the aesthetics of Cassia and like what she represented as opposed to like, um I was always more of a tomboy growing up so I just remember seeing her and like she had short hair and just, she just seemed like embodying herself and not like trying to be someone else um mm -hmm. which I really identified with in my own self like I've always kind of been the person that doesn't really fit in I guess with the the norm or like the trends or whatever um yeah so I thought that was really cool and it's interesting because like coming full circle like she was in an issue two of CD Gather and like I've been to her house and everything so it's just like mm -hmm. weird to have like a crush or like celebrity crush you know yeah and then I just came full circle and I was like in her living room and she she was like you know going to school for something so I was, I was like doing an activity for her you know for her program and everything and it was just so random <laughs> mm -hmm. that's super cool 
yeah it's always so just funny when like I don't know like even for me it's like now it's become like oh like I've seen this person on Instagram before Mm -hmm. and like they're my age and like but then I meet them in real life and it's super weird like it's it's funny just to like know of somebody but then like not actually meet them and like develop this like mental idea of who they are and then like be like oh like wait they're this real living breathing person (laughs) yeah and it and it's funny because honestly like I've talked to a lot of you know pro surfers and like people like Mm -hmm. work at the WSL I know like all these people but like I feel like meeting up with her in person was like the only time I've ever been nervous around that sort of thing so that was kind of funny I was just like kind of list like reflecting on that like the nervousness that you have and like how it's really not necessary because they're just real people and on the flip side like talking about crushes through like my see together project I have met people that that have been like oh like you're the person behind see together like you're free or whatever and it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a trip for me because like I'm not famous but like in this small subset of like surf culture like people know about see together like yeah niche you know and it's weird when people are like oh like you're see together and then like I was in Japan I was invited to go to this surf retreat and then um I went to it and it was for Japanese women surfers and then I remember meeting a few Japanese surfers and they're like oh my gosh I didn't know see together was going to be on this retreat <laughs> and I just thought it was so weird so I don't know it's weird because like I don't see myself as like this famous person you know so it's like to be on the flip side I just want people to know that like people are real people you know it's not like they're just I really like what you said Brie about like I feel like the story you told is kind of like becoming your crush. It's like you like idealize this super cool chick in surf culture. And you're like, I love everything she does. And now like, what, like 10 years pass, you know? And then like, you've like started to like acquire those attributes. Like you're known in like this niche culture and people look up to you. Like I look up to you in that way. And I think it's just kind of cool how like, that works like I I I feel like there's something like in our brains where like we have to like first like identify something that we want in other people before we know that that it's like oh wait like that's something we want for ourselves you know like I think that's yeah it's so true and I think we're just so connected as like a human species you know and like Mm -hmm. and even the idea of like creativity like nothing is original you know so we're all just so connected yeah yeah it's like we need like we need to be surrounded by other human beings to kind of like show us like they're just like being with other people is just such an important part of life and I feel like I mean this pandemic has really highlighted that like being deprived of social interactions it makes it hard to like for me at least like I get a lot of energy from people and so it's really hard for me not to be around them all the time because it's like I like lose motivation to like dress up in the morning and like be the person that I am because I I'm like there's no other people for me to get excited about and it's not a matter of like performing for other people and showing up for other people it's just that like other people light me up and like make me feel happy and excited to go about my day yeah yeah I like what you're saying about dressing up I feel the same way like I don't I don't wear all my fun clothes or whatever just because I'm like I'm not 
I don't know. You just kind of get into the, the, the Zoom life every day. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's funny because like I, like, I guess like in January, February, like I was feeling pretty low and like I called my friends from high school, my friend from high school. And I was like, Hey, like, I'm just like really feeling it right now. And she's like, still have to like do the things that help like make you happy to like provide yourself routines. She's like, you love coffee, like go out and get yourself a coffee every day. Um, and then she was also like, Maya, like you love, I'm like a funky dresser. Like I love to like put on outfits and jewelry and like do my hair and makeup just for fun. She's like, Maya, like you just, you have to get dressed in the morning and do that stuff because like, it's a part of who you are. And like, it's, and it's like something now that I've like, that I've had to like disentangle from other people. Like, I feel like that might've like started as something that I was doing. Cause I felt like I had to look good for other people, but now it's like, no, like doing those things makes me happy because like, I like to like have funky clothes on and like have all that stuff regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Talking about surfing with Kasia and stuff. Um, I think one of the songs you mentioned, Menina Kekore by Undersea Poem. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that one? And then I can play it for us. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm almost positive that song was on like a Josie surf clip. You know, Josie, who's like mm -hmm. half Filipino, half Australian. Cool. And I just remember listening to it and I was like, oh, this song is so chill. And it makes you really feel like you're like just hanging out underwater so this is menina k core by undersea poem
I love that you picked um, music that people I feel like don't normally listen to. Like we <laughs> talked about Cassia as um, one of your crushes and like that transformation from being like somebody you idealize to like having those characteristics yourself. Um, what's your impression been of crushes in your life in general? Like how do you feel crushes are represented like by society and like um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I Google searched the definition of a cr uh, crush and like mm -hmm. the noun is a brief but intense infatuation for someone, especially someone unattainable or inappropriate, which I thought was kind of a weird ah! Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think crushes are really interesting because you don't necessarily know the person or know anything about them, but you're just in taking what you see on like the outside of them or like what your kind of assumptions, I guess, are about the person, um, which sometimes can be of really great things, you know, like great like energy that they put off or something like that. Um, yeah. But I guess it can also be, um, I guess, I think guess like crushes can be really good as like an invitation to enter into something deeper, you know, like something that like attracts you. And then you like use this crush framework to like enter into this deeper kind of thought or like learning experience. Yeah, I feel like it's like crushes are information. And it's mm -hmm. like, whether that's information about yourself or like information about um, the person that you're crushing on, like mm -hmm. it's like this signal, you know? Mm, yeah 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 um I remember like finding have you ever watched like video clips from the 70s or like 60s about like women yeah like tv shows and stuff like they're like those sitcoms like with like the housewives and stuff like that is that what you're talking about yeah yeah but also there's like this I forgot what the website is called but there's a website where you can download like free content to use for if you're working on like film projects or whatever it's all free to use like public domain stuff and mm -hmm. there's all these like informational kind of educational videos about like how women should be and like how to be a woman and um I think that's something that comes up in that is like women like you can't trust them because they're they like can't control their emotions that kind of thing you know mm -hmm. So it kind of reminds yeah. me of what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, no, like I, like I, I, I like have tons of crushes. Like every week I'm like, hey, like to my roommates, I'm like, guys, like look at this new guy that I found. Like look at this person. Like I'm so excited. And of course, like I'm imitating myself in that way because internalized misogyny, like I don't actually talk like that. See, like when I was like imitating myself as like doing something that was stereotypically girly, I took a higher voice like that's fucking crazy um but I like I have like a gazillion crushes a week but I'm super productive and I go to like the top public university like it's just not it's just not um a zero-sum game like you can like be somebody who's highly emotional um and that's just like a I guess a way in like my life that like um sexism has manifested is like 
I've like internalized the idea sometimes like, oh, I can't be smart because I, um, because I have lots of crushes, which is like maybe silly, but also like comes from this idea that like society has taught us about how women are supposed to behave and like what they can and can't do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that you're thinking about the positive side of crushes because like like you're saying um I think it's usually seen as like a negative thing Mm -hmm. um and that's why I think I was having a hard time because but a hard time thinking about it but I'm glad that I was trying to like think about it from a positive lens because you're like inviting me to do that so um yeah thanks it's really interesting and I think that like you're saying it's like a vehicle to learn more about yourself or other concepts yeah like I I mean I think of like a lot of the crushes that I've had and I feel like I tend to have crushes on people that I want to drive my car around and I want to go surfing and I want to wear cool clothes and like do that and now I know that before I knew that I wanted to be able to do all those things independently I had to look at all these men in my life who did those things and I was like wow like they're so cool like they do all these things and I feel like that like manifested itself in like me having crushes on them but I think like if I think about it now in retrospect it's like oh shit Maya like maybe you just like wanted to do all those things yourself like it it wasn't about them um like as people it was more about just like that my perception of the things that they did and like realizing like maybe that's actually like a mirror like if I if I like look at that as a mirror and like I can apply like I just wanted to apply those things to my life like kind of like it's like like a fantasy but like a positive fantasy like um I don't know like dreaming about the future is important you know like if you don't look ahead it's like Mm -hmm. hard to actually make that happen Mm -hmm. yeah it's like even like um you know when when people get like jealous of other people like you have like the jealousy because it's pointing to what like your subconscious wants to do in the future you know yeah for sure like I I'm a really jealous person like I because I, I'm really emotional and like, I just like when other people are like having great success, um, like I'm happy for them, but I feel this jealousy because it's, it's like, I want that. Like, I want to do that. And like, I, the closest friends that I've ever had in my life, like I feel the most jealous of them because I admire them so deeply. Like my roommates do amazing shit. Like and my friends at home who are great surfers, you know, like I admire who they are as people so much. And like, it's hard for me not to feel jealous for them. And I feel like, like I really, my, like my goal now and like with this podcast is to like highlight how like that idea of like the crush and the jealousy, like you can actually like flip that and make it super positive because instead of like attacking the person, you can just be like, oh wait, actually maybe I should like, be friends with this person like tell much tell them how much I appreciate them and like recognize that like what they do is really cool and like maybe together we can learn together we can uplift each other instead of feeling like I have to compete with them like mm-hmm. if they have it I can't have it like no you know yeah yeah and I think that's something I've noticed that's come up in like 
a small community of like women surf surf culture is like I've seen that come up where like people have like pushed other people away like people <laughs> like people that I've even like supported like they've just pushed me away because they're trying to like I don't know get to like somewhere that they want to be and so they feel like threatened you know it's like a threat yeah part of it it's like it's really hard I like person like speaking from experience like I had like a moment of that like jealousy this summer mm -hmm. and like I just it's I just felt like that person was like taking things away from me and like taking away my spotlight and like then I realized like this was like another woman surfer and I then I was like oh wait like that's coming from a place of ego like and also like delving into it deeper like it just felt like this girl like had personality traits that I like I just didn't have like I was like self-conscious about coming off as like too tough and like unfriendly and she to me like from the outside like I just perceived her as being so kind and like down to earth and like that made me jealous of her because I was like she I don't have those things and she has those things but like after like working through it and like talking to my therapist about it like talking to my mom about it talking to my other friends about it like I just realized that like I it's not true that like I don't have those things but like me noticing those things in her is just a signal that like maybe like I subconsciously want to like turn that on in myself like mm -hmm. I want to like turn on my kindness and like work to like make those things I work to like help my help other people perceive me in that way like if I felt like I wasn't being perceived in that way um and mm -hmm. like I feel yeah. like yeah wait you go you go were you gonna say something I was just gonna say yeah and I think ultimately like anything that we're seeing is like something that we are you know mm -hmm. so yeah you're like saying we, that because it's in you and so you're calling mm -hmm. that out of her kind of yeah and it's like that's like every social interaction in our life like we we just have these perceptions of other people and they're just all based on like our own reality like it's just not real you know we just make up all of these narratives and when we have impressions of other people like so now I've like become like really good friends with this girl like and we talk about like and we've like we talked about it and I was like we're like yin and yang like you and me you know like because I feel like while I was just feeling so jealous of her and like how kind she was and just like how just like gentle she could be like I think she told me that like she felt the same way about how I like come off as like really strong and like in, in the opposite way so it's kind of cool how that can happen that's really cool it's, like really flattering too and like I'm like super endeared by that like I uh, I just feel like it just made our friendship a lot stronger to kind of talk through that jealousy yeah and I like how you're so aware of like your feelings and sharing it with people and just your vulnerability because I think that's really powerful Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right. So 
we talked a little bit about like this jealousy and like women being put pitted against women and trying to push back against that. Um, so why don't we play this nice classic Riot Girl movie? Um, so Brie, you recommended that song to me. Um, do you want to just share a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. Um, my friend in undergrad, she was a big Bikini Kill fan. She's from Seattle and she yeah. introduced me to Bikini Kill and La Tigre. They're the same mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just remember listening to that song and I would blast it in my car to get pumped up to go surfing back when like probably like six or seven years ago when I first started yeah. surfing northwest when i would go to like mm-hmm. this all like men like really grumpy men yeah so this is feels blind by bikini kill
cute. I gotta like put that on when I go up to Malibu tomorrow morning. Um, you should. Good. You should go to the Yeah, I, I dabble in some bikini kill, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess like I was talking a little bit about like in retrospect, you know, like my assessment of like my feelings, but if you could give advice to your younger self. Um... Yeah, uh, it feels like so long ago, like my younger self. So I was trying to really like think about that all day today, like be with my younger self and like mm-hmm. try to remember like where I was at or whatever. Um, and I think most of all, just like that you, I don't know that like everyone is unique and special and like just embracing who you are and like your growth and development in the timeline that it happens and um to not stress out about like what am I going to be doing with my life or like what should I be doing or what should I major in and just Mm -hmm. really explore and like enjoy each day of like exploring because I feel like like high school and like early 20s is just like a time for exploration and to explore things that like you wouldn't normally even want to explore so kind of like chasing those crushes you know like chasing those crushes and going after them even if they seem silly or something or even Mm -hmm. if um people might think that you're you seem scattered or something like I think it's really important to follow those and there's a lot of self-discovery in that yeah I love that like chasing those crushes that's super cool it's kind of like I don't know I mean like surfing's a metaphor for everything but like you're like on the hunt for the waves like you're just like you're there for the moment you know and just like following your intuition like super important and like I feel like COVID like being in quarantine has taught me that more than anything because like who do you have in quarantine like you're stuck with yourself all the time pretty much so like you've got to just like listen to yourself like take it slow enjoy breakfast enjoy coffee you know yeah and just enjoying the process because I think you know we always want to like rush to the result like finish the thing finish the project or like um yeah I don't know we see other things and we think oh like I should be where that person's at or like oh this person's doing this thing and you compare yourself with their life but your life is like so unique and it's not the same so just allowing for your own process to kind of unfold yeah just taking it as it comes yeah yeah and it'll look completely different like like I feel like especially in your early 20s like so many things happen and so many things you learn that you just end up where you don't even expect yourself to be like Mm -hmm. I remember when I was in high school I wanted to be a psychologist that was like my goal and then I majored in psychology and then totally switched to art like I think two Mm -hmm. and a half years in um so just giving yourself permission to change too I think is really important because I know most of the time like the logical self or like people will um 
tell you you can't do that but I think change is inevitable and it's a part of the growth Mm. in reference to your younger self and just like looking back in your time in Hawaii um why don't we play Hawaii 78 so this is Hawaii 78 by Israel
like what kind of memories does what kind of memories does that song like evoke like, uh, like traditional mm-hmm. Hawaiian music too because my stepdad thinks he's Hawaiian he's not but he thinks he does and he talks like Hawaiian pigeon and everything mm-hmm. and so it kind of just takes me back to Hawaii but also I like shared it because it's like a political song and it's like making a political statement um just because Hawaii you know people have crushes on Hawaii and they like want to go to Hawaii and they have this image of what it is right um, but a lot of times when people go there they don't dive deeper into learning about it through the right and it's so like mm-hmm. yeah so this song is kind of like inviting people to like learn more about Hawaii and yeah. the history of it being uh illegally taken mm-hmm. I feel like the whole theory of orientalism and like um just like mystifying other cultures definitely applies to Hawaii and like I mean especially like being a surfer I feel like it's so important to know that history you know like totally and just like go into it you can't just like visit Hawaii as a white person without understanding like the colonial history that uh the U.S. had there I think it's really important to honor that and surfing came from Hawaii so exactly yeah it's really important Mm -hmm. um and uh so speaking of like different places uh you mentioned to me that like is there a a place that like you feel connected to besides Hawaii I know you mentioned this song um from New Zealand that you like noted here that you felt spiritually connected to it like do you just want to talk about New Zealand like when did you spend time there like what kind of role did New Zealand play as a crush in your life yeah that's a great question this is like a huge story I can't unpack the whole thing because it's a pretty gnarly story but I'm I'm gonna like have a book about it eventually so okay cool but for now I don't want to get too uh blatant in this public discussion uh-huh <laughs> um yeah I always like I don't know when I was young like I lived in Hawaii for the first time in elementary school and I just always had like an infatuation for New Zealand and I remember watching the movie Whale Rider when I was younger. Have you yes! seen Yes, yes, my sixth grade teacher made us watch it. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I just remember how she rode the whales and I was like, "Oh, I got to go there. Like I want to go there and live with the whales." And I was obsessed with that movie. I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um yeah that was kind of thing and then yeah I just like was really infatuated with like the culture too of like the indigenous mm-hmm. people of New Zealand and then I always just thought that like one day I'd, I'd live there you know like permanently or like have a home base there um so fast forward I did end up staying there for like six or seven months uh a year and a half ago which is really impactful for me, but uh, I had this dream. No way! That's yeah, so yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. That's literally awesome. I've like, I've had dreams before about people that I've crushed on, like about really? like scenarios happening with people I've crushes on, and like sometimes okay. they happen, and it's fucking crazy. And my roommates are like, "Okay, Maya, like, yeah, sure, like, 
you know things are gonna happen but I'm like no guys like I feel it in my bones like well actually like they're like my roommate tonight they're like one of my roommates is with me like she's like I also feel stuff in my bones the other one's like no like no that's not real but like I just have these feelings sometimes that things are gonna Uh happen or that like Uh I feel like super moved to do something and like I always want to follow that like sometimes I'll just like wake up in the morning and I'll be like like my body's just like I need to surf like get to the beach now like no breakfast like go 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 and like it's it's always worth it like I don't know like the other day I yeah like I had that feeling and I just like booked it to Malibu got there like it was like the wind didn't look at the forecast for the wind didn't look good um but I was like you know what no like I just like no it's gonna be good and I got out there the wind switched it was like chest high perfect waves like oh just so much fun like I'm so happy I went you know yeah I think I think it's so important to follow that like follow it's like cliche but like follow your gut and I actually read I was reading the other night how like there's neurons in your heart and in your gut did you know oh I love that (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, there's actually neurons, like a lot of neurons in your heart and your gut. So like, um, I read this story about how someone had a heart from someone else that died and they were having dreams about like the murder that killed the person whose heart they had. And so they talked to the cops about it and were, were able to describe who the murderer was. And so the cops like found the murderer no way wait I have to look into that that's yeah yeah but like so like there's like I don't know I just feel like a lot of people dismiss like following those gut feelings or following those crushes you know but a lot of times there's power in that um and things that we can't fully explain so yeah just just owning your feelings and not letting other people Mm -hmm. you know say like oh I know better but it's like you don't live in my body and you don't you don't know I know so you have to like yeah. own that oh, you know. I love that follow the neurons yeah. in your heart own your neurons um okay Brie I think that is good a good place to stop um before we go though why don't you let all of the UCLA radio listeners know where they can find you if they want to talk about all the cool stuff um you mentioned um what's your Instagram handle how should they reach out to you yeah yeah so you can check out my project see together at seetogether.com and it's s-e-a together and then we also have like an Instagram Facebook page you can check it out and I also have a Patreon as well and a podcast um and then i also have my personal artist website brianthesea.com b-r-i okay thanks so much brie for joining us um next week i'll be chatting with my adult friend who i met surfing out in montauk about crushes um same thing next week This is DJ Ditch Bitch, and you're listening to UCLA Radio. I'll see you guys next Tuesday.